This goes out to all you Ravagers and Outriders, Novacore and Crane, and even all you Sovereign out there. You are now listening to Sanctuary Rock Radio. Um, but I think we're gonna we're gonna reclassify that a little bit. Uh, we're gonna think we're gonna say D bags, D bags with powers. Yes. Um, uh, because then I don't have to beep anything because we will be saying D bags with powers a lot. A lot. Should they? Um, ha- should we have like a theme song for D bags with powers? <laughs> da, 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 da. I might just take that. And it's like non-exciting forms. Deep bags of power. <laughs> the more you know, and then like the sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. My favorite. I mean, I Spider-Man 2. Everyone's favorite. It's pretty fun. It is fun. Um, I really like there's some really big successes with this movie, one of which in that we did not have to see Uncle Ben die again. Correct. Poor Uncle Ben. That's one of my favorite bits from um, uh, from Civil War is he starts telling him his origin story and Tony Stark literally cuts him off to stop him. It's it's like we've all heard it. We don't care. (laughs) Uh, uh, And then he's like, yes, I was bit by a spider. No, the spider's dead. That's Uh, it for his backstory. That's it. Yep. I was bit by a spider. He's like, the your uncle dead. would be very proud of you. He's like, I know Aunt May. That's it. It's you, you know that he died. Even if you've never seen a Spider-Man thing before, you know how he got his powers. I, I'm like, gonna say, by based upon what is what Aunt May looks like, I'm guessing Uncle Ben was pretty hunky. Like seriously, <laughs> or or he had a really good sense of humor. Yeah, Let's maybe he was just really funny. <laughs> you guys can here. get it right. <laughs> 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 uh, so the villain, though. Uh, well, so the, let's get a. We already kind of the vulture, right? Yes. Now um, you. Oh, you we have didn't. Not we seen it. That's why I have not seen this. Oh, oh I'm sorry. So we what? need. The, we need the. I we know. Need the I know. Please God. don't stone me. I don't want to die today. She doesn't want to be stoned. Right. That's a. It's first. For, All right. For, thrilled by his experience. Different with, kind of stone. <laughs> thrilled by with by his experience with the Avengers in Captain America: Civil War. Young Peter Parker returns to home to live with his Aunt May. Under the watchful eye of his mentor, Tony Stark, Parker begins to embrace his newfound identity as Spider-Man. He also tries to return to his normal daily routine, distracted by thoughts of proving himself to be more than just a friendly neighborhood superhero. But Peter must soon put his powers to the test when the evil vulture emerges to threaten everything he holds dear. I uh, I really like how they... they took what happened to him previously. He's had this whole wide world of superheroes opened up to him. His eyes have been opened to what's out there and he wants to be a part of it and he can't be. Uh, and I think that's a pretty good struggle for him. Um, and I think it's nice that we kept, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man uh, with a nasty neighborhood villain. Mm, yes. Uh, one of the beautiful things about this villain is, um, the humanity of it. Oh yeah. Oh, that scene, like that first scene, is is one of the most relatable villains ever. So yeah, like, yeah. In the, in he's the like, movie, hey, he's like, hey, I rented trucks. I got guys yeah. who have jobs. And the event, it, so it flashes back seven years previously to the Avengers, the the first Avengers film, and just afterwards. So uh, New York has been devastated, and so New York hires a whole bunch of these uh, construction demolition yeah. companies to clear clear it out. So, and, um, you're calling a fart over there. Yeah, just burping up, up, burping up a storm. 
Vulture's company, uh, Adrian Toomes' company, he bought equipment. He took out bought, loans. Took out loans. Hired a whole bunch of extra dudes because it was a guaranteed contract. So like it, he had already signed the contract. He was getting ready to work, and then Tony Stark stepped in with um, Damage Control, a company that he started to add, to clean it up because they wanted to control. They didn't want random people having access to alien technology. So, and, and, and in some ways, this is one of Tony's ways of trying to be semi-responsible for mistakes he's made, even um, though it creates more issues. Yep. Right. And so we, it was completely a Tony saying this. So they're like, he was like, I these people like they these are their jobs. They have mouths to feed. Like I took out loans. I bought equipment for this job. I need this job. And, and this like, and this Fed dude leans over and goes, maybe you shouldn't have overextended yourself like like the cocky asshole he is. And there's this just, there's this moment between like these damage control and the fed of these federal government people and, and these blue collar workers, you know, who are just trying to feed their families and you really relate to it. Mm -hmm. Right. So he, uh, that's what starts the road because the guy goes, Hey, I have a whole bunch of this extra, like we have a whole bunch of this alien technology that we got before we lost the contract. What should we do with it? And he goes, can you start making stuff? Because there's this dude who's like really likes tinkering with it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they start making weapons and so, selling them and selling them for profit. Makes but sense. they they but that was because if they to Adrian Toomes' point, if he did not, he was going to go bankrupt. He was going to lose his home. He like he, he would not be able to support business. his family. Nothing. He's, he's just a really sympathetic blue collar character. It's like I got this. This is great. And then the government just steps in, and I don't get a say in it. There's no, there, I, I get there's nothing. There's no recourse. There's no recompense. It's nothing. Just, you're fucked. It's just sorry. We don't want you civilians to do this, so we're taking it. So everything you've sunk in, and is just and to be honest, Tony Stark probably had enough money to like fulfill the money based on the contracts for everyone, or at least hire them out and give make put higher security on the sites. So it, it's it's a problem. You look at and be like, yeah, there's so many better ways that Stark or Damage Control could have handled this. Like I said, I'm guessing it was a finance paper pusher being like, the legal person was like, are we financially obligated to do any of this? And they were like, no. And he's like, mm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably right. never even hit Tony Stark's oh, desk. Oh, yeah, probably not, yeah. So fast forward to uh, late in the film. Uh, oh, when the reveal. The reveal of who Adrian Toomes is. Adrian Toomes is the father of Peter Parker's prom date. That's so, so, so he shows up at the house, opens the door, and Adrian Toomes is right there. The, the bad guy's opening the door, and the bad guy God. doesn't know he's Spider Man yet. But, yeah, and in one of the best uh, <sighs> monologue scenes I've ever watched in a superhero movie, Vulture is driving Spider Man and Aunt Peter and his date to the prom, and this guy is not a dumb guy. Yeah, he's, so he's he is there, he goes, smart. Hey, Pete, uh, how did how was the Washington? Uh, a Washington trip. And he goes, oh, well, you know, I, I, I uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I couldn't participate. And well, uh, the he's like, girl well, brings scared it up. when you're the girl like, brings it up. She's like, oh, no, Pete wasn't even there. Yeah. yeah. So Vulture goes, huh? And, but any and, and Spider-Man was so like he he Put starts two to two together, starts to piece it together. And he goes and then he says uh, uh, she says. Well, Peter, why don't you tell my dad about the Stark Initiative? Right, the Stark uh, the, Internship. The Stark that you Internship that you had. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you worked for Stark. And he'd been chatting that up. And he's like, all oh, this is... this." So he puts two and two together. 
And the reason it's one of the best monologues is he turns he the the girl leaves. Yeah, and, and he, he goes, he goes, seat. and he he goes, he goes to his daughter. I just want to have a word with Peter, wanna... and she thinks, "Oh, <laughs> oh, it's the dad." It's talk. the he dad. Even says that. He's like the As dad. I gotta get the dad talk. talk. Yeah. And, and turns then he around turns him with a gun, and he goes, "I, I will, I will do anything for my family. You saved my daughter, so I'm gonna let you go. I'm giving you a pass. I'm giving you a pass, but you get in my way, and I'll, I'll kill you." Okay. I'm not Every, I'm, I'll destroy everything you love because that's how far I will go. He's like, to, man, to I'll kill family. you, man. I'll kill you. It's great because he just casually drops a gun over the back of the seat oh. in his hand and he's just holding it. And it's very obviously pointed in Peter's direction, but it's not an overt threat. It's just a backup to what he's saying. And it felt so natural. And Michael Keaton played it so yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and it's just a beautiful mod. Like, it's just. Uh, Villain hero monologue. Neither are in costume. Just I think that's the big change from superhero movies in the two thousands to now. Costume, yeah. Is these two are talking to one another. Neither one of them are in costume. Mm-hmm. They're sitting outside of a high school. Oh God! To go to prom, and it is one of the most dangerous conversations to have and he, he tells peter you go in you enjoy prom you bring my daughter you, home you show safe, my you show my daughter a good, good time. time not too good of a he, time he still won't let the dad thing go yeah it's, it's so, so funny it's, oh it's it's you it's, can't it's, let the dad thing go it's brilliant and then you see peter visibly shaken obviously right, after yeah. this they, he knows that like he gets from the, the gist of that that the plan whatever he's planning is going down this relationship prom. will not work out yeah. is what he's thinking he ends up uh saving adrian tombs at the end of the film because uh, tombs is final so fight. obsessed with a so he hijacks a plane of t- goods from tony stark uh and it, it it winds up peter and him are on the plane uh and it winds up crashing and Toombs tries to get away with like a just a piece of something that he can make money with, and his like his harness and his wings are like uh, are damaged, and they're gonna probably what explode. explode. Yeah. And Peter sees this, and he's like, "Stop! You're gonna kill yourself if you continue." And he continues to go away. So Peter forcibly brings him down yeah. and saves his life, and uh, uh, and then. Um, well, I mean, just any of the monologues, that scene where Peter's like, okay, I'm going to stop you. Yeah. And he goes, he's just talking and it's just seemingly empty warehouse. And he's just like, oh no, I was just buying time. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. it looks like they're just talking and he's like super chill and relaxed. And then he just collapses a building on top of Peter. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the most visceral points for yeah, Spider-Man in the film. Huh. The uh, yeah. the final it's such a and it's such a mirror for for comics that have actually existed. It was so, so young good. and so scared. Like I think oh, that's yeah. what really sets that's him I apart think what sold a lot of a lot of people. I know a lot of parents of who watched that and like like had the it's feels. Uncomfortable, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a scene at the end. Uh, Vulture is in jail uh, at this point. And he's approached by a character by the name of Matt Gargan. In the comics, he plays uh, an individual known as the Scorpion. And Gargan goes up to him and and he says, I heard through the grapevine that you know who the spider is. And it's an interesting moment because nine times out of ten, what's a villain going to do? They're they're either going to tell him or they're going to bargain the information. Like, what do you want? Like, well, what do you want for it? Instead. And Vulture just goes, 
No, I have I have no idea who it if is. If I knew, I, I would have. Yeah, if I did, he'd be dead. And so there's there's kind of two ways you could take it. One, he wants to be the one to kill Peter. Or two, he saved his daughter. He, he, he saved his daughter, daughter and, and he saved, he saved his me. life. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Vulture. In yeah. my opinion, Vulture hands down is a quality, quality. villain. Quality from, from villain from beginning to end. Four hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know how much you guys uh, give uh, you know weigh in as far as just like character design, um, but he is maybe one of the best marriages of just like the Modern actor day. playing the character design. But I mean everything about him. The bomber jacket. The yes. bomber jacket was the bomber dope. jacket. That was like whoever came up with that idea should have gotten just. Millions of dollars. So much money. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> fact that, like, I don't know enough about him in the comics. Does he run a salvage company in that? No. Because he runs, that's, he's a scientist. He runs a, uh, an aeronautics company. He's for just an old dude in spandex with feathers. Like, like, pretty much, like, yeah. in the comics. And this, it's like he was he was one of those other uh, he people was, that I never thought I could care about. He was intimidating. Oh, my God. Yeah, out of the uniform. So well. Out of the uniform and in it. You, I'm sorry. I'm still on the old man in spandex with feathers. Can, can All right. You, you've got some sort of uh, computer system. Okay. I need, I need right. a photo. I'll Let's, tell you. Okay, there you go. Um, no, Vulture in the comics uh, has the, uh, he creates a suit that uh, he is old. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, like old. Like he's That's just Vulture an old man. And he is <laughs> an old man who is uh, afraid of, Vulture in the movie. afraid of dying. He's like, he I just, walked uh, down the steps, I broke my hip. Yeah, I'm that, that, that level bones? of old. No. Okay, because that actually would be a better origin story then, right? (laughs) But he's he's obsessed with uh, uh, with uh, not wanting to die die because he (laughs) has so much more he wants to do. So he builds a suit that allows him to suck the youth out of people. Doesn't necessarily make him younger. Yeah, it makes him younger for a short period. In some instances, it does. Yeah. Okay, they make him look a lot cooler. Oh, he's so cool. You think they just saw Birdman and they're like, well. There we go, I well, guess. Well, I mean, that's why I think it, it works so well. I like that he plays flying things. He's been Batman, Birdman, and the Vulture. And the Vulture. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's good. And it's great. Quality all, all right. All right, let's Let's, let's talk moving. about uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is, uh, it takes the Guardian's script of doing things. It yes. says, if you liked uh, Thor and Thor the Dark World, we're going to turn that shit down to zero. Uh, and we're going to do a different style movie that's going to turn all the things we like about Thor up to 11. Do you like Taika? Because you go get Taika. You go get some Taika oh, Waititi. Um, so <laughs> the film is drop dead hilarious. Completely different. Ha- three quarters of the scenes are ad-libbed. Yep. Uh, it, it is not structured in the way the older Thor films are. Yeah, you have to think we evolved from this very scripted, Shakespearean. almost Shakespearean uh, movie with Kenneth Branagh, well known for, for Shakespeare stuff too, and heavy drama, to... Uh, you a know. movie that's like out of the veins of Flight of the Conchords. Oh my god, like, yeah, it's just yeah, so. so well, the second great. movie was supposed to be um, was supposed to be Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Yes. Like which star-crossed lovers? From yeah. Which different, which would have been great if I, if I of that. which would have been great if I actually believed that relationship. But Ooh. let's do it. <laughs> uh, so Thor Ragnarok, uh, very good film. Did you see this one? No. Did not. <laughs> Man, you are. Listen. I fail everyone all the time. It's okay. Uh, Imprisoned on the (laughs) other side of the universe, the mighty Thor finds himself in a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against the Hulk, his former ally and fellow Avenger. 
Thor's quest for survival leads him in a race against time to prevent the all-powerful Hela from destroying his homeworld and the Asgardian civilization. So basically, it's one of those things where Thor thinks he has it bad with a brother that like plays tricks on him, right? So you're like, Loki's not dead. He's playing tricks. Oh, he's the worst. And then he realizes he has an older sister who's infinitely worse. Yeah, what's worse than a terrible brother? Uh, a sister who's been in hell for eons. Ooh. Yeah, who's been trapped Ooh. in another dimension and Ooh. can only reappear on the death of your beloved father. Let's yeah. be fair here. H-E-L, not H-E-double hockey sticks. H-E-double hockey sticks is a bad word. Yes. H-E-L is the Norse afterlife. Yes. Correct. Uh, so so what happens is uh, at the end of Thor Dark World, uh, Odin has been uh, moved to Earth by Loki and placed under enchantments. And put into uh, a nursing home. And put into a nursing home. Uh, you find out he broke the enchantments fairly quickly, um, but that he wanted to be alone. Well, they find him, and he warns them that she is coming, and they go, who's she? And he blatantly flat out tells them, your sister. Uh, and <laughs> de- he really just says, hey, she's been locked away uh, due to being really horrible, and bye, I'm dying now. And is gone. They have <laughs> pull one of these again. They have a moment to kind of register sadness, and maybe a little bit of, like Thor registers a little bit of anger at Loki for for do, like for leading to this outcome. And Hela just comes out of out of thin air. Her name is Hela. Her yes, name is Hela. Mm-hmm. She destroys Thor's hammer. Destroy- is she the villain? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. She destroys Thor's hammer, which um, with one hand makes him cry, and then she. Uh, What's great though is you start to <laughs> you start to get um, how much these two are brothers based upon their interaction with Hella, right? He uh, so she goes, you don't you don't look like him to Thor, and then he Loki goes, says, maybe we can bargain, and she goes, you sound like him. So as for as much as Loki says, I'm not I, I'm an outsider in the family. It's nice to see that interaction where yeah. he's more like his dad than he realizes. So Aren't I have a all? question uh, to the to the group about Hela in particular. Um, yeah, she is, looks fantastic. Well, for, Kate Blanchett's fantastic. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. When we originally talked about Hela, I'm pretty sure we had her in the transfer. Well, fun bitch, she wasn't part of our original conversation. Oh, you're right. We stopped at Doctor we Strange. We stopped at Doctor Strange, because that's what we were done at the uh, Civil War. Does she have daddy issues? Yeah, no, we stopped at Doctor Strange. Yeah, so, she so does. So here's my question for the group, then. <laughs> oh, yeah. In terms of quality villain versus transfer, because I don't know if I would put her in D-bags with powers. And the reason I say that is because the motivation of Hela is that she is a byproduct of Odin. who Odin truly is. Or Which truly was. was. He was a conqueror with a lot of blood Not on his hands. what Thor and Loki perceived him as. Yeah. So basically, when Odin was first, like, was younger, he, in order to maintain order, to create order in the Nine Realms, went on a spree of war and conquering. Now, Hela, <clears throat> following her father's lead, he stopped at Nine Realms, Right. Nine realms are in order. I'm done. Let's make peace treaties and be like, and just, go just enjoy way. ourselves, you know, just be cool. She was like, no, I I want everything. There's the, the bloodshed shouldn't stop. And he was like, okay, you should probably stop. And she was like, <laughs> no, 
<laughs> and so he, the only way he had to stop her was to seal her away. She was only doing what he did previously. Yeah. And in her view, he just lost the taste for it. He, yeah. he became a little bit spineless. And so for someone who was raised, she was probably raised that way. Yeah. She, in her eyes, and again, in the villain's eyes, this is how it should be, is not doing anything wrong. Yeah, how is, Mike, uh, the, the question is, how is her actions any different than the way Thor and Loki acted when we first started watching them? Yeah, I want to fight the, the Frost Thor. Giants. I want to fight them because they're horrible to people. The, to the thing that, Moon, you said earlier, yeah. which is, how, what difference does it make if this movie was called Hella and we just watched her movie? And Well, and, and here's the thing. I I remember watching it and I felt I I see where all where you're coming with all that. I felt she was extraneous a lot of the times. I I never bought a lot of her motivation. They she shows up, she's like, "Hey, I'm the bad guy. I'm the old soldier discarded after there was no more war." Sure. You but the whole time I felt people were telling me that instead of showing me that. Like Okay. See, yeah. You know, see, I look at her role differently in the film. Yeah. I, I look at her because Half of her existence in the film is her tearing down what was there before okay. from the first two films. Like she she breaks into the vault and goes, yeah, this stuff is nonsense from the first two films. Let me show you what the vault actually is. Oh, this is uh, this is his throne. Oh, that's the story he tells you up there. No, let me show you what it actually is. And, and so she's a revealer for most of the film. She's revealing her motivation in saying... No, the picture that you that you think of Asgard of Asgard there's, there's no is a place. lie. It's I, wrong. This is what we are because this is what we've my, always been. My biggest problem with that though is she's revealing it to somebody that's already kind of bought into her. Right. So like she didn't reveal it to Thor. She revealed it to Or Heimdall or or the the rest of the Asgardian people that are still right. alive. So it, so for me, I, I like I kind of agree with with Moondog is that she didn't really do a lot. So like she she's just like she's just like to me it just comes across as being bad. Like she acknowledges feelings uh -huh. and that she's doing stuff that people don't like, and then gets angry at them when they don't bow to her. I I like I yeah. sell me on it. That's all I'm asking. When I was watching the movie, I was having a lot of fun. It was very for me. It was very Guardians Volume Two. It's like I was enjoying the movie a lot as it's happening. It was just a fun time. But I felt like we're watching. Um, what's the planet that they're on? Uh, the with the gladiator. Sakar. It feels like we're watching Thor and Loki on Sakar, and just every so often we're just checking in with Hela to sure. kind of keep pace. Meanwhile, and back on Asgard. And, right. and let's check in with Hela and see how Asgardians does, are doing. Does, your, does your opinion on that change if those two scenes are flipped? If, if she, more. if she, no, if she reveals the tapestry first and then kills all the Asgardians like, in the courtyard, like, well, could you hear? Like, so that's what I, that's what I would have liked. Like, if, if those two scenes her, are flipped, do you if, feel differently about? If she about goes it? to them and she just goes, "This is what you thought of Odin. This isn't the Odin you know." She just shows up and is just like, "I'm your queen." And then when they don't immediately like prostrate themselves before her, she just kills them. Prostrate. Yeah. Prostrate. Prostate? Prostate. <laughs> Ooh. Prostate. Both. I'm gonna sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. Prostate. I need you all to commit seppuku right but now like... and show me your prostate. <laughs> <laughs> Bend queen. over and Turn call. queen. Show me your prostate. Right? Maybe that's how she does Puts it. Puts on a glove. You know, but first. So... <laughs> 
so, but yeah, she just. She this will only hurt a little. All of this stuff, and she's basically she's she's revealing it to herself. Like I don't think Scourge gives a shit because Scourge is a loser. Right. Yeah. He's the venom of. Uh, he's a, he's a loser, Eddie. <laughs> oh boy. Stop. Did you so, see? It? Nah, nah. He hasn't seen it. Yet. But the. That scene, like, I think that would have much more emotional resonance. And then Thor kind of shows up, and he just, they're like, oh, hey, you know, my dad does suck. And, but, like, he doesn't, they don't go into the tapestry. Yeah, they don't yeah, go yeah, into yeah. anything that she's revealed. It's just, he just magically acquires that knowledge from a pre, like, from, I guess, Asgard's atmosphere. Like, he telepathically beams it into his head or something. Yeah. Hey, he's a smart guy. He took a, a, a course in Groot, all right? It was... <laughs> So uh, so then elective. so then where would you where would you put her then? It sounds I, like she's transfer. I think the best I can give her is transfer. Yeah, it'd be the best. Um, I, I Into want two Blanchett did so well. I want to say oh, quality. I would love to just see I feel like it's two kind of disparate movies fighting against each other. I would love to just have seen a lot more of her. Um but that was one of the things like I came out yeah. of Thor Ragnarok and I liked it, mm-hmm. but everyone else seemed to like it a whole lot more than me. And my problem was is I didn't see enough of the stuff I actually cared about. Yeah, yeah. and um, so there is one other person we got to talk about, uh, and that is the Grand Master. Ah, uh, yes, the Grand Master, played by the oh, by the ever pleasant Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I have to say, uh, love finds love finds a way. Dude. I don't even know if I don't think he's a, he's villain. a villain versus like really to, to the conversation obstacle? we had earlier. He's, he's an, an obstacle. obstacle. Okay, like, oh, all right, all right. He's a speed bump. He's a yeah. speed bump for okay. Thor to get back to I'm down. the villain. It's not like I'm down with that. It's not like he's doing it to hurt anybody yeah. or to stop Thor. And the Grandmaster's like, been doing this for for millennia. I I would have put that then. I guess at like a d bag with powers, but it's okay. It's just it's yeah. if, if he if he if he was if he's on the list he's in if a, he's, he's on in, the list he's there yeah he's in yeah. A, it's okay pile he's I just can you only know agree uh, <laughs> let's talk about Black Panther I saw that one the, uh, oh, I did too so the good highlights of in my in my opinion one of the best movies from from Marvel. the first ten years of the yeah. MCU oh, oh my god yeah so good um we since we've all seen it I'm assuming mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah no no. No, 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 no plot synopses. No just, just a um, uh, rock and roll. Just a what? Uh, well, I thought we both said um at the uh, same time. Can we just say sure gonna go first. girl power? Yes. Oh, yes. the yeah. female empowerment in this movie. Yeah. What are they? Uh, oh, the Dora it's so Jai? good. Yeah. Oh, my God. What, what's, they what's are his, so awesome. The Dora Milaje. What's his uh, sister's name? The, act, the character? Um, amazing. Shuri? <laughs> oh, she stole this. Every scene she's she was so in. so fucking cool. Yeah. She was so fantastic. freaking cool. <laughs> so good. Next gen- that's the next generation of the MCU. If you look uh, at like, uh, I, Tom Holland and I was just going like to say, I thought, I thought what was really great. Uh, cause, and I've mentioned this before is, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Who played the pilot? Uh, the FCIA Martin Freeman. Martin, Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman, his son, when watching the movie, um, so, uh, what's her name that played the lead of the door, uh, or Melage, whatever they're called. Uh, she, uh, his son held her hand the whole time so tight and was like, I think you're the best in this movie basically. And it was like such a, she said it was such a pure moment. And when you see all the young girls dressing up as them, uh, for the premiere, it's a very Um, big deal. 
And, you know, uh, I so mean, obviously there were talks about how, like, as far as uh, race is concerned, how big of a movie this was. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I think it was just as big of a movie for, for like, powerful female characters. I agree. A female character who says, you know, basically in, in, in a, um, is not manipulated by the fact that one of the guys who betrays the king is her lover. Yeah. He, she, she goes, said, <laughs> bye. She, she goes, hundred percent. Like I know what I care about and I'm ready to stand up for that. And that's such a powerful moment, you know? Yeah. For me, it's going to see the movie with my nieces and asking them who their favorite character was afterwards. And typically like you go to see the Avengers. Oh, it's black widow. Yeah. Uh, if it was guardians of the galaxy, it's Gamora. And this one, they, it was a whole bunch of different characters. Oh yeah. yeah. And it was just really great to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of them were like, uh, M'Baku. Yeah, character. Well, I mean, one of these is like, I really liked the. We come down from the mountains. Yes. It was like yeah. I really liked the 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 back guy. And if you, like, back if, guy, and she goes the the the. If you speak again, I will eat you. <laughs> so good, so good, so many good characters in that movie. Challenge day. Oh, but what what is really fantastic about that character is he could be seen as antagonistic. But at, in, when you look when at he was it, in Avengers, I was very oh my oh god, my it was so, so good. good. We'll and get the to thing that. is, when you when you look at it, it's like he could be seen as antagonistic. But when you look at it from his point of view, his people have been exiled for yeah. how many yeah, years, for... and he's just trying to get in on being accepted why, why in the I, society. Why can't I be a part of this fight? Exactly. You know? so it's, it, and he's right. He had the right to be, so he did. I thought um, it, I thought it was great. Let, let's talk about... Uh, Michael B. Let's Jordan. talk about Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Uh, another member of a Fantastic Four, uh, that, that a Johnny Storm. Redeemed. That got yeah, redeemed. Another, uh, the second Johnny Storm. To the get movie redeemed. that they were too scared to cast a black woman in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing the poster. I was like, oh, I guess the Human Torch is adopted. And they said, no, no, no. We made his family black, but I mean, we're we're not going to put a black Sue Storm. Yeah, I mean, of course. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Time out. Well, yeah, it's like hold um, on. And that's where you looked at it, and you, uh, uh, I will say, you Jesus, dude. take this not to take a line from Dan Cook, but uh, he says all white people in the car are like, um, hello, um, hello, <laughs> like when someone cuts them off, um, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> so, okay. all right. So we're done ragging on Fantastic Four. It's <laughs> yeah. too easy. That's, it's, it's, it's like stealing candy from a, a baby. whole yeah. episode Why would ago? you Can give we... candy to a baby to begin with? So right. we have this the character. Killmonger. 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 Uh, Killmonger, in my opinion, has one of the best motivations they've put together. Yeah. In a long time. Like, And, and again, Spider-Man was really good, but there's just something about this one that Gets me um, and time. similar to Civil War, what I liked is that the the directors and the writers wanted you to to want to side with Killmonger. Yeah, like they wanted you at a point to be like, he can't take Black Panther. Oh uh, <clears throat> no, no, no! I kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah, like totally. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to sympathize, you may not agree with the lengths that they go to, but the the core sympathizing, like even me seeped in white privilege is still like no nah, i see where he's coming from like we deserve this yeah on on the on a side note yes as a space alien that identifies as white um white, uh, <laughs> white. Uh, white. i did want to say white. you know like certainly no one owes me anything as far as like what they've got to you know do in this movie but going in you know and it's like if i went in and it was going to have 
themes of overthrowing imperialism and things like that. It's like, well, this certainly is absolutely coming out of a place that if anyone can, you know, talk about this, like this is the place, this, this the would be the place to, to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little, I, I was just a little, uh, you know, a little relieved. I will say that it was like, it's not going to be that, that same story of like, this is a, you know, it's like, we're going to set it against a white villain who is steeped in a lot of those. And again, those archetypes are, because that happened, you yes. know, and and certainly that's we, you a know, very easy you could, character. To you write could in this certainly movie. say it's deserved. Yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, hell, that's kind of what um, uh, Claw is. Yes, to an extent. I, yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. He's sitting there talking about the Wakanda and saying they're savages. But I did, I did feel that even though this was a movie that had an extremely, uh, you know, just kind of uh, just African centric uh, uh, cast and was very, very, very well done. Um, it made everyone feel like they were. It didn't. It, it went out of its way to make sure no one felt excluded. Yeah. I, I think yeah. it was I mean, the just movie makes sense. Good. Like, like it, the thing that I love about the movie is, is is the film acknowledges what the world actually is in. Yes, the the position it's actually in, not what not what we think it is, or not what it's supposed. Like, and not even what we wish what it you, to be. You can yeah. say what you want about the film. Martin Freeman is the token white guy of the movie mm-hmm. because there are so many films in Hollywood done in the last 60 years mm-hmm. where there is one token black guy in the movie. Absolutely. And let's not talk about horror movies because that's unfair. Yeah. So, so like it, that's the reality of what yeah. they're in. And so they just did it. We got a token white guy in the movie and they make fun of it in the Mbaku scene when, uh, which like, sh- basically is functionally shut up white man. Yeah. Yes. Shut up white man joke. And um, it was great. Which so I they just, they it's just hilarious. At it worked so well. Yeah, they're like, hoo, hoo. How, yeah. how fantastic was that throne room of his? I, yeah, so oh, good. That design. Like, everything in this film, I love. To Killmonger's motivation, one of my favorite scenes is when he's in the throne room and he's vying for his, pos- vying for his position as, uh, as a, a rightful heir to the throne, essentially. And everyone thinks, I thought that was going to be his motivation was I deserve that seat. Because that's typically what happens in a superhero film. Mm-hmm. Or any type of hero film. is I want something, there it is, it's rightfully mine, I want to get it. And immediately in that scene, he sends something that I love, in which he says, y'all have been sitting around here for years, doing nothing, while your black brothers outside of these walls have been suffering and you've done nothing about it. So the reason I need to sit in that chair is so that I can do something it really for the people outside of these borders. So yeah. so the funny thing is, I wouldn't say altruistic, but selfless, a uh, little bit of selfless if what he's saying is true. Because sometimes there are certain things Killmonger says you can't necessarily take at face value. Yeah. But a yeah. lot of it is backed by rage. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And... But the what he's doing is not necessarily just for him. Well, it's his the rage is leading exclusion. him to it. Yeah, yeah. He realized his his like it's this feeling of exclusion because he is the epitome of the person they did not help. Yeah, yes. he was part of their culture that was never recognized. Yeah. I'm 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 from here, and you 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 and you treat him like everyone else who is outside of the borders of this mm-hmm. city. Wakanda is an isolationist theocratic monarchy on paper that's really 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 bad i mean they made such a wonderful place and and i think it does it 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 creates such a place that like 
it, it feels so strong. It doesn't feel derivative of anything else. It feels yeah. like something that was, I mean, the, the, the decision to like just ingrain uh, vibranium into like every aspect of their culture from the very yeah. beginning was so cool. Um, well, I think a lot of that, and a lot of that has yeah. to do with just, um, just designers and the way they, they took, they were like, okay, so we're an African nation mm -hmm. that's isolationist. How do we maintain the, um, uh, themes that you see in other African nations and integrate them all together love uh, good while still being unique? And I'll be honest, some of the best parts of owning Black Panther, yeah. uh, the movie is watching and seeing how the designs were put into effect oh and how they God, were created. Yes. Where are you putting them? <laughs> oh, quality. There's no yeah, other place he could live. There's no, no other, yeah, no, yeah, no other place. And, it, and he was really hot. <laughs> Just saying. That too. I think there, for me, there's, for there's a couple places where I think the acting fell a little iffy, yeah. but I mean, I don't think that detracts from the character no. uh, or, or his job. I mean, and there's it's, some plot elements that are, mm -hmm. eh, um, but it doesn't make make it a bad movie, and it doesn't make the character bad. You created a character that I feel bad for, um, you know, a, a villain that I I want to see redeemed. Who's because I? Who's last line? Yeah. Oh God! There were people who gasped in my movie theater, oh, and yeah. just like they just during his death scene. Yeah, it hit them real hard. Like, throw them in the ocean with my with the slaves that knew it was better to die than to. Die free than oh god! Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Now that's that's I that's, mean that's poignant. Just lays it on the line. Yeah. So we went from uh, deadly serious to deadly funny. Let's talk about Deadpool two. Hey, just watch this. Just watch this recently. It? I forgot to see it. So uh, Joe, Joe, to Joe see I have to. Oh no, secret identities. Uh, uh, I have to ask uh, after second watching. Did you like it more? Uh, watching it in the confines of my own home. Yes. I don't know why watching it in the theater made me feel so different, but watching it a second time, I so felt when we left, he was like, eh. "He was like, eh. Eh. eh, eh, I mean." So the villains of the film. Uh, did you see Deadpool two? Yeah, he is. I did see Deadpool two. Okay, okay. Uh, um, I was not. under the uh, influence. Uh, why Secret, is... identity. Secret identity. Oh, Deadpool Trucker. That's what me meets Russell. An angry teenage mutant who lives at an orphanage. Oh, I when remember Russell now. becomes the target of Cable, a genetically enhanced soldier from the future, Deadpool realizes that he'll need some help saving the boy from such a superior enemy who soon joins the forces, uh, soon joins forces with Bedlam, Shatterstar, Domino, and other powerful mutants to protect <laughs> young Russell from Cable and his advanced weaponry. Let's put an asterisk next to all that because really it's just Domino and Deadpool. Just I truly hated Russell. Yes. And I know it's yes. not his fault. <laughs> yes, Russell I hated as a everything about I'll be, it. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I don't think he's the villain of the movie. No, he's not. He's not at all. But I hated him. He's like the whole bump. time I'm watching yeah, he's this. He's a MacGuffin. Yeah, he had, no, literally, that's what you, like, I believe you, you said that the other day, I think. He is the MacGuffin for the film. Yeah. The whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm texting my friend who had that's seen like it. That's like saying you're and I'm angry like, a bit at an infinity. When does this kid go away? Like, is he ever going to stop? <laughs> when he started oh making the rap, the like hip hop jokes, I was. Oh uh, no, so bad. And that's, and that's part of like the reason why I was just like, make it stop, please. It's is, cr is, it was cringy. Is, yes. Yeah. Uh, and you can't say really that Cable's a villain. 
I mean, you could. So is there no villain in this movie? Uh, Juggernaut. Juggernaut's the closest thing to a villain, and even he's more. But isn't Juggernaut a MacGuffin <laughs> so as Moon well? So Moondog did not know Juggernaut was in this. I film. did not know Juggernaut was in this film. <laughs> yes. I was. I would like to just say, as I am one of those people that um, did lose their shit when he memed out back in X three. Yes, so because it's even they make fun of that so much in this one. Oh, and it's so good. The greatest part is. He's, he's introduced. Got, and he, then, wait, he has a theme song. Isn't the villain? Theme song, <laughs> and, it's, and it's an orchestral <laughs> with the only dialogue being holy sh- shit, shit balls. balls. It's, it's the juggernaut. juggernaut. Would it, wait, wouldn't the villain, balls, the villain technically the be... Juggernaut. Wouldn't the villain technically be the the orphanage guy? That's the only other, that's the the only only other person. That's the only villainous aspect I can think of is the orphanage dude. But even he's... <laughs> the orphanage dude. Even Does he's he have not a, name? Like a bad guy. He's just he's he's just a shitty element. No, he's a creep. <laughs> right? I don't... I don't know. This might be very similar to like Ant Man, where there really isn't any actual villain. It's just this. It's just the situation. Um, that sucks. They redeem the Juggernaut quite a bit. It's you don't even need to. It's <laughs> who, the is, bitch. who is Matt Damon in the movie? Uh, Matt Loki? Damon was um, Matt. No, Matt Damon wasn't in it. Not according to the cast. Brad Pitt was Brad in it. Brad Pitt is Pitt in, it. in it. Matt Damon is credited as being in the movie. What? What? Who's as what? Oh, no, no. He was. Uh, he was on the the. He was one of the truckers. When Cable oh, shows right, up, right, right, oh, right, he right. was. Oh, it was, yeah, you're right. It was Rob right. Liefeld and Matt Damon. I think were on the That's truck. Right. Oh my god, they got Rob Liefeld. And he's talking about using uh, moist towelettes to wipe his ass. Yeah, <laughs> they're talking. They're, they're on the truck. Oh yeah, that happens. Dog, that happens. Yes. See, As it, you like did. old Terminator style. So then, uh, Alan Tudyk is also in the film. Yes, oh, yes. I, in that same scene, I thought. I see the other trucker. Yeah, he's the other trucker. It's I, Alan then where's Rob Liefeld? Because Rob Liefeld, I heard did a cameo in this movie. Oh, I do not know. Yeah. But anyway, so can we? Is there's a is there a villain? I so mean, I don't. Like, Juggernaut, yeah, he's a villain. But wouldn't you argue Juggernaut is a MacGuffin? He's a, no, he's an obstacle. He's not. Yeah, he's an obstacle. He's just an he's obstacle. Not, he's a reason for Colossus to fight someone. Yeah. I don't. I I. I guess there's. Legitimately, believe there's really no villain. I mean, you could kind of lump. You could lump the Juggernaut in there. You could kind. You can say he's I a mean, debug of powers, and that's okay. Isn't the movie kind of just like a journey of like Deadpool discovering like is. his good time travel, goodness. <laughs> discovering it's time travel? Like a, journey it's almost like self discovery. Yeah, yeah. Shatterstar. Shatterstar is the villain. In of terms of like villains, <laughs> the movie is just like it's there until we get to what subsequently oh, happens. Terry is the Cruz. third one. So like, but just, yeah, the it, creepy it, old man man was a creep, and he was just like that's what I'm saying. Can we have a creep category? He's not a debug like. No more. Could you argue that the creepy, if the creepy old man wasn't <laughs> in the movie, it would be the same movie? Yeah. I mean, so like, there's no villain in this movie. That's, that's what I mean. That I, is I worthy actually, of pointage. Yes. I really like that that kind of thing. So like, it takes balls to make a movie that doesn't have a, a villain. A clear it was really cut. just no a journey for Deadpool to get some. Give me a Jessica Jones season two. You, you know. know? <laughs> I I I really enjoyed that one. I liked it. It was very crime noir. Yeah, yeah. And no. Hold on, hold noir. on. Anytime someone says the word noir, I always hear it like this: noir, 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 noir. Spider Man noir. So I guess we're I guess we're just gonna skip that then. Woo. Sounds good. Um, skip it. Last but not least, our most recent film. Well, our second most recent film: uh, Ant Man of the Wasp. Oh, okay. Speaking of not having a villain, and speaking of strong. Female characters. Yes. Wait, <laughs> that wasn't last. That that was last, but we skipped. Skipped what? We skipped in Infinity. Infinity War. Yeah. What, what, 
Yeah. We're getting there. I'm we're just saying end, the, the order the, is not correct. With, uh, we're going to end with the hero, you know, with the I, Avengers being yeah. the primary antagonists yeah. of this Venn diagram. But are we, so, are we surprised? Are obviously Avengers. the good yeah. guy. Okay, so anyway. I'm just shocked that I'm correct about the order, but anyway, go on. Uh, <laughs> I believed in you. Antuman and the Wasp. So, uh, good it? Uh, it should have been called the Wasp and Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah, seriously should have. Uh, ghost uh, um, quality. I mean, I, I like her motivation. I yeah, think, I think it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's I think, never really a moment where like she doesn't turn into a D bag with powers because she's constantly she's in pain. Poor thing. Yeah, because because uh, her powers are a MacGuffin. Too. Yeah, her powers are the MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's cool looking. I'll tell you that. Oh she's, man, she's scary. I saw that mask and I'm like, yes. It's... I saw twitching in and out of reality. She's very I'm like, scary. Could, it be, could it be? Could it have been better? Probably. Yeah. But... I mean, I like I like how I she's given. she's a gray character, um, yeah. where she's doing Literally. what she has to to survive. Yeah. Bill Foster, gray character, oh, he's yeah. doing what he can to help someone who deserves it or he thinks deserves <laughs> it. I like how we went into the movie. We're like, what if Bill Foster is the bad guy? Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then we get in there, and it was like, oh no, he helped them. That's kind of cool. And then the next scene, I was just like, so I was like, oh no, he helps them. Maybe he's not a bad guy. Maybe he's just like a, a, a name drop for movie three. <laughs> And then they were like, no, 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 he's he's part of the bat. He's part of the elf. Then he shows up in his Morpheus outfit. He shows up in his like, Morpheus outfit. What if I told you I <laughs> was you a bad guy? Breathing. <laughs> in a perfect uh, world. Uh, so and he disagrees on ghosts. It makes you bigger or smaller. I can't um, remember. I mean, Ghost has a good reason for the way that she is. <laughs> I, uh, the acting, I thought, was solid. Like, uh, it made sense. And then the cringy mobster dude. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Oh. I, I'll be honest, dude. though. He played the role they hired him for. Wait, can you, can you remind me just really quickly? He was just trying to steal the technology that the, was in the, the lab. Right. The oh, right, right. meets in the right. beginning. Right. And then... Uh, truth also, Serum guy. Truth, the, well, the, yeah. who hires the Truth <laughs> oh, Serum guy. Oh, thank God for the Truth Serum, uh, because that's are you the saying, best part Are you saying we're going to tell the truth? Louise. Hey, no, no, no. You put your quarter in. You put your dime in. You got to let the jukebox ride it out. Oh, my God. I like how they kept with it, though. Like, that was just a thing he does. It was great. with the hair. There's so much good in that movie. Yeah. Again, I like that it's the movie itself is the antagonist. Yeah. So what's happening in the movie is the antagonist. That, that's ter- that, that sounds like, terrible. That is a pull quote on the box. But, it, but, it's, but it's like a disaster movie. <laughs> the movie so like, itself it is. is an antagonist. No, yeah, like, no, I, yeah, no, like 100%. a disaster movie or, a, or like a, a rescue movie. Those are hard. Those are really hard to do. Right. You know? those, yeah. That's tough to do. I, and that's I, what they did. They, it's like the entire point of this movie is the rescue. And the story is driven by the obstacles you have to overcome to, to achieve yeah. the objective. There is right. no villain in this there movie. There is no villain in that. There's no true villain in that movie. Your mission is to survive. <laughs> Which I never really... Th- I, I, I think we kind of talked about it with, with Deadpool, but it, it, it's it's tough to do a movie like that. To go into a superhero movie and be like, there's no super villain. Yeah. Deal with it. And I think they did pretty well. And I, uh, the, the humor palette cleansing aspect that is... Uh, well, it is. It really, uh, really helps with that, the, know, the, especially uh, after what came right before the it. magic. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh right. When he's like, studied, what was it, uh, "What's the line?" Uh, I've been stuck in the. It was like, <laughs> do you know how hard it is to entertain a ten-year-old when you can't leave Beautiful. the house for? for two years i learned magic he's like i i learned magic and he just makes a card appear and i like i like how for the rest of the movie that agent is trying to figure out how. <laughs> well when he goes to walk away he goes i don't know oh 
hey, how, how did you do that? <laughs> Yeah, I like and I like this, like the chemistry between them or lack thereof, where he's like, are you asking me out to dinner? No, no, unless you unless you want to. to. Where he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, I'm a youth pastor. Oh, Oh, that line, (laughs) that line killed me. Yeah, I'm I want to I want to. That seems. I want to learn that. I, I'm. I'm also a youth pastor at my, <laughs> at my, my church. My favorite is this. Must seem really confusing for you. And then he, like, he actually breaks down like the line by line paragraph oh, of, of the Sokovia Accord. He's like, let me explain it to you. And then he goes like, he doesn't go kid level with it. He goes, he goes like super like high level. He, well, there's super high level, and then then there's like kid level, and then he went at like adult with basic understanding level <laughs> which i thought was great yeah. like it's it starts off where he looks like he's gonna go super kid level with it and then he just nope i'm just gonna we're just gonna go official. i'm just gonna go here and if he can't figure it out whatever like whatever so much. Um, the producer did great oh yeah Randall park yeah i actually want i need to watch that again that's out now so, so uh let's talk so about much. uh let's finish this up this has been a long journey for us a uh, very long journey. Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, it, your was a, it was actually a homemade movie uh, by our uh, by our production team, Lord and Savior Thanos. Yeah. Uh, so your your villain was coming to them. Yeah. Your your villain in this film, the Avengers, um, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. And actually, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's let's be and, honest. And Doctor Strange. Pretty much every person who's gotten a movie so far, yeah, is a villain in this. Is movie. a villain in this wow. movie. Let's let's just Except put it out uh, there. Ant-Man. Let's just be honest. And Hawkeye. Who, um, <laughs> uh, D bags with powers. Let's just, let's yeah, those Avengers, those Avengers are D bags with D bags with powers. I don't know. They sold us on their motivation. Did they though? I mean, like Iron Man's. I kind I kind of got that from movies one, two, and kind of three. And we're talking about Civil Avengers: War. Infinity War. Yeah, you're right. Like in the movie itself, yeah, they're they're really not giving any motivation. They're like, "Yo, we just want the Infinity Stones." They're like, "You can't have." Let me ask you a question: If you watched any film that said (laughs) the hero is the hero because they are the heroes, you would criticize that film. Yeah. Exactly. But that movie is complete. Like that movie is done. With the anticipation, it's very very similar to. So two, I just I just want to say, look, you've watched the cho- the children of Thanos, like they appeared before the Asgardian ship, and we're like, yo, you got the space stone. And they're like, no, we don't. And we're like, no, it's there. And they're like, no, it's well, not. I didn't feel. And like, then they were like, and then we we're like, look, we're gonna have to look for it now. I, yeah, I feel we like totally resisted. They didn't ask for it until after they'd already taken the ship. Like, I mean, we don't know. Like Thor, like his conversation was like, I want the space stone. And Thor's like, ha ha, ha we don't even have it. And then he. And look, he's like. Pardon me. But that's not entirely accurate. Or my calculations. Shoot. But that that moment, like, I don't, I think they just showed up and they were just like. And then they, then they invaded. It didn't feel like they asked for the space stone and Thor's like, we will tell them we don't have it. And then they were like, right? They're they're D-bags with powers. Personally, I I mean, I think about what it would have been like had they not been there. I mean, oh, are you been, saying they're unforgivable? Uh, I think saying, by the criteria we've li- we've laid down, seriously, we, we, there, we, 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 job would be how great that much would that easier. have been? Would have been right. like stone, 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 stone. Half the population exactly. gone. Done. It would have been. I mean, a, they would have been a five-minute montage. Yeah. Is anyone missing them? No. Yeah, <laughs> true. They completely skipped over the new yeah. core part, and that's 
It's unnecessary for Thanos' journey. Precisely. It's gonna happen. The Avengers are unforgivable. It? it was foretold, so so it was written, so it was done. Mm. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, Fear it, dread it, run from it. Yeah. Destiny arrives to all the same. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that says it right there. Uh, they could have not been in the movie, and it would have been better. We were. I, I just went through the training manual um, in, in preparation for this. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, the, <laughs> we, we went by the book. I don't know what else Honestly, to say, you know? I went into this movie so confused. Like, <laughs> I remember, again. There's a thing that looks like a raccoon. No, I, I, I had seen Guardians. No, I had seen sure, Guardians. I had seen Doctor Strange at that point. Yeah, we. Had so she only had context of and, two of the six. Great. It was like, oh, yeah. hey, you're gonna come. Why gonna is Thor a pirate? <laughs> like, I had no idea who Vision was. Is Vision that his name? Yeah. yeah. I had like that whole crew. I was like, what the hell? Why is, is that? there a robot man? What, like, who, who is obviously you, extremely older like, than his significant I'm like, are other? Are they on a honeymoon? I don't understand. Like, what is <laughs> happening? I was very confused a it, lot. It, it was a fun game. Which movies have you seen? Well, I don't know how many are there. Oh, <laughs> More than you think. You know what's a shame? When we go to run these numbers, uh, the Avengers being unforgivable is going to hurt their uh, percentage. I think that ha- I think that's just one. You can't count each one individually. I'm not counting each one. I I have them as the Avengers. But you got to think, it's it's the difference between an entire spectrum. We probably would have put Thanos as quality villain, but instead we looked at the film from Thanos' perspective, and, and the then, Avengers are which is, unforgivable. Which is the correct yeah. perspective. Which of is that the movie. correct perspective, right? The but that's the that opposite movie. end of the spectrum. <laughs> so they so went from a ten a qual- to a zero. He's a quality villain. They're unforgivable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but is he a hero? Uh, what about tertiary? Which, uh, which also, in in the in the scope of our saying, if they're going to be likely allies. For Thanos, the Avengers are uh, arguably never going to ally with Thanos, Absolutely. which would automatically put them in unforgivable. <laughs> and if we look at tertiary <laughs> villains like Wong, who's not part of the Avengers, eh, uh, same thing. Let me put it this way. When I put the Avengers, I put everyone that everyone? isn't Thanos in the movie. Gotcha. <laughs> as far as, as for, OK. Yeah. <laughs> including the including the shitty uh, children of Thanos like Ebony Maul. Yeah. I mean, he's dead, so it doesn't matter. That's what you get for saying getting sucked out of a a spaceship. Yeah. So am I to assume there is an open position? (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I can redo some of my paperwork. How are you in front of crowds? While we're doing, while we're uh, finishing up, Ryan, if you and not dying uh, in space, do the numbers and figure out math-wise what we're sitting at in terms of score. Uh, we are scoring Props is our math the Fox guy. universe oh, wow. versus uh, the Disney universe. Uh, here, sorry. Uh, and the Sony verse. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I I did we combine Fox and Sony? Uh, did I? <laughs> I? So there's yes. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, and then the you had a third panel up for nothing. Uh, which I assume would have been the other universe that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> we don't the, talk about the, We don't talk the about dick. The dick universe. The dick universe. Okay, the distinguished so, competition. So remember it was <laughs> zeros unforgivable. So zeros Bully. unforgivable. D-bag with powers and that's okay is, uh, is one. Is, is, well, D-bag with powers oh, D-bag is D-bag with powers is one. D-bag with powers and that's okay is two. two. Transfer to bad is three. Transfer to good is four. four. And transfer is, is five. Is, yeah. Or and quality, quality is five. Okay. 
Yeah, we got And this. then uh, super quality. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't think we have any. So uh, any final thoughts right. while Brian is uh, calculating these numbers? Um, yes. In the Chronicles of Riddick, Escape oh from Butcher Bay, uh, we actually find fired. out. We actually find. Oh, <laughs> okay. wow. Well, anyway, I mean, I, I guess I can say whatever even, at this point. I guess I that's it for me. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> they actually t- uh, they actually retconned that he did not, in fact, get a shine job. Uh, so, <laughs> that just that just sounds like a very sparkly hand job. Uh, <laughs> that is that, alone. that is a very sparkly hand job. That would probably that be what he gets. That's yeah. probably painful. No, no, they just bonus scene. Bonus. They scene? went from pitch black was alien. Actually, I'm sorry. Chronicles let me rephrase. Riddick was Star Boner Wars. scene. No. Oh, that's a dick joke. I'm sorry. And you can't just jump from alien to Star Wars and say roll with it. Yeah, you're no, you're 100 right. Alien versus Star Wars. I agree. It is, they're both good things, but they're not the same thing. I was so mad when I was playing that. And it's like, I love the idea of a weird, like, disreputable surgeon who's in jail for the rest of his life, who's, like, going to perform some back alley surgery for 20 menthol cools. Like, damn, son. Just make so, him a... So, uh, so my man, I, Moondog, had the currency system oh, down for oh that. Oh, boy. That. So, so, real quick, in my head... I've been in every slam in the system, baby. In my head, the shine job... Would inc- would incur uh, like it would involve some sort of file, like a f- like a like a metal like file, a nail file, and some sort of metal that would just get <laughs> just right over your eyes, and, and that's what that's what covers your eyes, and then uh, you can see in the dark, and it sounds very painful because it's metal shards. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, my that's reflection it. on it is. Uh, <laughs> We are we are in a generation of writing for films where if your villain is not is not f- f- grounded in some way, we're going to call you on it. We're go- fans are going to call you on it. Absolutely. If there's a if there's not that thing that they can attach to, like there's no excuse for companies to be writing films that either don't have villains at all. Or have a have a have a quality villain. So gone are the now. times, and I'm I'm a fan of D and D. I play D and D, but gone oh, yeah. are the times when you could be like, I'm a D and D villain. I'm so evil. Right. Like even when you, you play can't do D&D, it anymore. Even, evil, even when you, you know? play D and D now, like you need the to only have way you can do it is in a movie like Deadpool. That's the yeah, only way yeah, you can yeah, do yeah. it, where it's a satire on what the character I, I, represents. I, you know, I mean, films not that old of a of a, a medium compared yeah. to a lot of stuff. You know, it's. You look at a movie from the 40s, we can't even get, like, like it will drag on. You know, if earlier than that, we're shooting them like their plays. We're still evolving. And now we want to know that, you know, we want to know that the, we have to know that the, the villain is just as complex as the hero. Yeah. Because if we feel like it, we're going to know we're kind of getting played into an emotional situation. Absolutely. There's, there's an imbalance here in the force. Uh, you know, like, we have all this writing that goes into the, into the hero. It needs to go into the villain as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Mega, I want to get your I want to get your take on it's just with these films, this genre of films. Do you feel like they are more accessible now to you in particular? To as someone who who wasn't someone, as someone who was, was not automatically going to go see them. Do you feel like going to see them now? Yeah, is more accessible to you. Like they're more accessible to you to understand, to like, to relate to. Stuff well, like that. yeah, I mean, as confused as I was going in to see Infinity Wars, like, leaving it, I I felt, like, an emotion towards it. So, mm-hmm. like, it definitely 
it got punched. It was good. Bit. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, but, but take, take something like Dr. Strange. Right. And I love like the visuals of a lot of these movies are really cool too. And that's like super important to me. Um, but, and that's kind of like when I watched Dr. Strange, I, that was a really good first one to watch because besides guardians, of course, um, it was just really cool. It was interesting. Like it's different. I don't know. For, I like, well, for you, for Dr. Strange, like those characters and um, the hero and the villain, for that matter, were they easy for you to, were they accessible for you to understand, to yeah. relate to? And it was enjoyable. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so you didn't like, so prior comic book films, I felt like, especially in the nineties, uh, were just like, it, they were not as accessible to yeah. outside like people yeah, who unless didn't you were reading the comics, like yeah. you didn't really understand what was going on. Like they've made them a lot more relatable to people who maybe aren't as big of comic book fans. I mean, for someone like me who I've never read a comic book in my life. That's okay. We're not um, all perfect. No, I'm pretty close. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best way that the best. There you response go. There you it go. is. That's yeah. the best response we got. Um, you know, it's, I, I enjoy them a lot. I mean, I wouldn't be here talking about them if I didn't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You think about all those, you know, older ones from like the, you know, the 90s and even the early 2000s that felt like they had to decide between either uh, appeasing the comic book fans or really kind of pr- packaging it into something that was going to be palatable for the general populace and kind of like dumbing it down yeah. and everything. And now people have realized it's like, we can do both. I mean, I mean, well, not dumbing it down, but it's like we can make it palatable to everybody, you know, people who and are- still keep it interesting. Yeah, well, and still I, keep it truer to the comics. I'd say they know they're not going to make everybody happy. Yeah. You can make a large portion of the people happy, but um, the you want you you don't want to make everybody happy, probably because, because then you're going to make nobody be, happy. Right? You're not going to like if at that point, like to make everybody happy, you would make a movie so baseline that you're not right. going to elicit any level of over emotion. So there's going to be people that do not enjoy Black Panther because of the message it tries to get across. Sure. But it was something that needed but to happen. I also yes. think that got a lot of different people into the universe as well. Right. So oh. you, like, you're going to need these palette changes. You're going to need these well, movies they, that kind of stir the pot a little bit. And you're going to find there's going to be visceral reactions against them. There are people that will not enjoy Iron Man 3. But if you look at it, it is one of the critically lauded movies of the early mcu movies now now and when you when you talk about um black panther they did a projection now obviously in hindsight is 2020 and we can't predict what could have happened but they stated that uh there are some people who did predictions that had black panther come out after infinity war yeah infinity war would not have done as well i can believe it i believe more people came into it because of that yeah i think it but it was a movie that needed to happen so, uh, do we have our numbers? We do. Do so, we? Let's. Can we start with how many <laughs> were in each? Uh, were in each classification? Sorry, the Are the numbers skewed in one direction? Were there too many in one and not enough in the other? So, in the not MCU Marvel verse, mm-hmm. um, we everything for the most part, um, it weighed both of them weighed heavy. In the uh, in the D, in the quality, mm-hmm. which well actually that's untrue. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Already. unforgivables way outnumbered in the non uh, the nons like the unforgivable. There's as many unforgivables in um, the Sony Foxverse as there are quality 
in the MCU universe. Ooh, wow. So it's 11 and 11 for both. Wow. Um, but uh, for... for <laughs> Magneto the, is, in, is in it multiple times. I can imagine. Uh, yeah, I counted each iteration multiple yeah. times. Uh, but he, he existed in mostly in the transfer window. So yeah, really that's true. He and he was backwards. Unfortunately. He didn't necessarily did help you know, her. I find it very interesting that versus the first time we did this, there is no one in the transfer Correct. to quality to in quality. either category. We've so, now now that we've broken it down with a larger we, group I of think, people, I think we've come to the realization more, that if you suck, you're probably going to stay there. If, if you suck, it's 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 hard to move from sucking into you know being good. You know, whereas it's with hindsight, you can you can kind of go down. Well, I thought it's that when we were first talking, I wonder what characters we had in the in the other in one. the other direction. We have to go back and really look at Everly, it. But yeah. I'm I'm interested to know that too, based on the quality that we've gotten since then. Yeah, what's skewing that to, for our perception? So, uh, it used to be. So, so what's the nitty gritty? Give it so, to us. So, uh, in in the Fox Sonyverse, five in quality, none in the transfer to good. Three in the trans. Uh, sorry. Six in quality, zero in transfer to good, six in transfer to bad, eight in um, that's okay, and nine in D-bags with powers, and 11 in unforgivable. Um, the number comes out to 73 points divided by the number of uh, participants. Yeah. Uh, comes to 1.825. Oh, so that's um, the non-Marvel verse. So their average point is one is 1.825. That's so sorry, every, non-Marvel. On a scale Disney of one to five. On a scale of one to five, they're at a what? What percentage is that? That's, that's uh, like, 20 that's, uh, yeah, just, third, plus uh, 16. So about um, 21.6. Tw- <laughs> they're at, uh, if we round up this, 22% of the time. The Fox Sonyverse has a quality. Is that what we're saying? We're gonna rename it the Phonyverse. Sure right. Yeah, the Phonyverse. Oh, oh wow! Well, I didn't even think about that, but that's I'm really sorry, good. Thirty-six point five. Okay, so uh, what are we saying? Thirty-six percent of yeah, the sorry, time. Yeah, so sixteen. I did that wrong. They are yeah, to the wrong decimal. They're they're good. Thirty-six percent. They're of the time, above average. They have they have a thirty-six percent. Period. Like that's their test score out of a hundred. That's their test score out of a hundred. So they failed hard. The MCU, and I gave us two scores, one for the Avengers are unforgivable and one the Thanos quality. (laughs) That's just just, (laughs) for the sake of argument. For the sake of argument. argument. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we'll go. I don't say anything treasonous here. So if we go with the truth. So let's go with the truth. Uh, Thanos being the hero in the Avengers are unforgivable. It is uh, 11 in quality. None in transfer to good. Six in transfer to bad, four uh, and that's okay's, three d bags with powers, and one unforgivable. Got it. And what was the one unforgivable? The Avengers. Avengers. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's right. Uh, done, the, done the other way. It is twelve in quality. Got it. None with transfer, and there's no unforgivables. Got it. So just we add one to the quality. So uh, that is um, a score of eighty four. With 25 participants, that comes out to um, three, uh, 3.36. Okay. Um, which is a significant margin above 1.8. Correct. Like 70%. Um, it's double. <laughs> it's almost double. Uh, so let's do 3.36 times. Uh, that's an average score of 67.2. Okay, so they're just barely passing. Just given barely passing. A- but if we go with the alternative with view, the alternative of view, which is Thanos is a quality villain, uh, the score goes up to three point five six. So 
3.56. Okay. That's a 71.2. A 71. So about average in standard test scores. Right, so 70, 71, that's uh, and ironically, that's passing you and you're the, still hot. If you look at the like the me, the Metacritic scores that <laughs> Quoting have, like, Gina leveled Lanetti out, from, that's from where they line. kind of are. Like you have some movies in the 80s, but most of them are like high to mid-70s. Yeah. Three and a half stars, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, but it's, does that does that number make sense based on all the movies we've discussed? Does that does that click? As, I feel like that's fair. I, yes. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it's an un it's it's unbiasedly fair. Based on the based on these numbers, I'd kind of like to know where the Dick universe falls. The uh, Dick universe. The DC universe. DC universe. Oh. The Dick the, universe. The, but again, they only have like ten movies. So. But I mean, it's a weighted it's weighted across the it's number weighted of across the number of particular. So yeah, it's yeah, divided yeah. by the so number of TV shows characters, DLC. like the number of times we counted against. Yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. So there's. Dick. Like I, I, I feel, <laughs> I, I feel like those scores are about right. Are are um, an emoticum of, yeah, of yeah. what of what we've seen. It's it's funny. Like if you're looking at the diagram, so like here's unforgivable down here, just <laughs> packed full of names, oh boy. and then here's the quality. He's like, oh hey, there's just a big old circle, and then down here's the Avengers. By the way, I don't know if you've seen uh, Galactus is in that. In red. In red. Yeah, he's the only because one that's we, in red because we he's that angry at it. We, we were that angry at it, but we had to acknowledge that that's what he was. So, and, and the thing is, to so. be honest, that Theoretically, was, that their was score could be slightly fr- that worse. That was fresher in our minds yes. uh, because it was one of the movies that uh, Brian had not seen. I had not seen uh, Rise of the Surfer. Yeah. Mm. Now, now, the Rise of the Teletubby. Rise of the Teletubbies. Uh, I, I, I remember all my friends went to go, like a bunch of my friends went to go see it and they were like, you didn't go see it. And I don't remember. It was a family thing. I think I was traveling yeah. somewhere. Um, he was and traveling I came back and they were just like, you're going to go see it. And I was just like, is it worth seeing? They were like, yeah, there's some weird stuff. And then there's that part where the silver Surfer starts playing events on his stomach. And I was like, he's a Teletubby. <laughs> and then they were like, what? And I was like, my, one of my, uh, one of my cousins Kiki-wee. was really into Teletubbies at the time. So I was just like, yeah, they're Teletubbies because they have televisions in their tummies. And and so you're saying he plays stuff happening on his stomach? And they were like, yes. And like, that makes him a Teletubby. And no, I'm not going to go see I'm that I'm not going to go see that. That was uh, the divide siding factor for me was they were like, the Silver Surfer's a Teletubby. So, <laughs> so uh, I go. think that, that really rounds it out. Um, so, so, what, so what do you think? We do? Well, I do have to say, Moondog, um, since while we were doing this, uh, yes. um, the universe was split in half. We no longer need you. That being said, Thanos does need someone to do his laundry. Okay. Um, um, so if you... Yeah. And that mean, would really help me out a there's lot. There's a big glove to wash. I, oh. I was going to say, it's a lot of clanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of sweat. And it needs to be scarecrowable. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can do that. Um, is there a lot of, uh, of room for advancement within this this, this position? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, I... I don't think so. I mean, but the option is or death. So yeah. Well, well you um, put it that but way. But I, I, th- you know? I think. Hey, you survived the halving. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm that sorry. True. Congratulations. Now we you all made guess. it. <laughs> <laughs> the only halving you'll be doing is folding his laundry in half. Um, but then, you, but you have made some friends, and maybe, oh, maybe yeah. you can come hang out with them sometimes. I mean, nice. Hey, I, I, yeah. As for the laundry three, room is about sixty floors down, so it's one elevator ride. Uh, you know, to 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 come up here. You know, I'll, I'll really, I'll take what I can get. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. What about what about um? <clears throat> I don't I don't mean to our performance I don't mean to review. Yeah. I don't mean to <clears throat> sub- what about uh? What Props, about us? Fix your tie. Fix your Props. tie. Hey. 
Well, I've spent a lot of time with you guys, and I see that you do work very hard, um, mostly with your mouths. I'm very good at that. Uh, I, I just want to say, as an HR person, as you That's, being an uh, HR uh, person. Uh, no, no, don't even. Okay. We're just going to leave. Yeah, it. you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're Sorry. welcome. Um, <laughs> I won't tell Thanos at this point. You guys are safe. Um, just don't mess anything else up. Okay. okay. So we talking uh, like C plus plus? Yeah. Are we? I don't know that program. We'll go with an average C. I'm gonna go with an average C. You're not at D yet, so. So we pass, but we're still hot. Yeah. Still, yeah. Sure. Not bad. I did worse in my Groot elective. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna I am uh, we're not gonna. Groot. We're, we're gonna <laughs> okay. Uh, Failed. So, so I've got so a th- I've got a helicopter to take care of. So I okay. I need to go. Okay. All right. Gassing that up. Um. Well, I guess maybe maybe stop by sometime. I guess. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I, th- right. I think we did well. I, th- I, I think we did well. I I think she was impressed. I think. So what can Spider Man make out of webbing? All right. So we'll yeah. We'll so into- like I think. All right. We'll 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 get into that. We'll get into that. Let's let's let's. Oh, I mean, spiders. The webs come out I'm their not, butts. I'm not, no, I'm with you. I'm there. Well, I Let's, think they're artificial. I don't think he actually shoots. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're yeah, reading or watching. True. It depends on the movie, okay. and then, or if you're reading the other series. So for all right, we'll get into this. Props, side, diamond, mega, moon. We're out of here, uh, guys. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you guys next time. What are you talking about? In out of out of the butt? What? Yeah, that's what spiders, spiders shoot it out of their abdomens. Uh, abdomens? Well, uh, okay. But that's a, that's a very different. Thorax? Spinnerets. Spinnerets, but they're near their butts. Wait, what are you still doing here? Oh, sorry. I, I, I actually, I got turned around. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It's 60 floors up, down, down. Dude, oh, dog, it's this dude, way. Dude, Come dude. on, dude. Oh, thank Let's you. Go. You were walking uh, just, into the closet. Dude, just stay here. Okay.